Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If If I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good you could do whatever you want with this type of i mean they even have burger breads right so if you want to make a a fire ass burger they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as i do dude money it's so freaking good it's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like if i'm gonna make a wrap or i'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort i'm gonna use hero bread because i get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon alive. That's why C developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit C.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. And because he didn't want to give half to his wife, he fucking kidnapped her, hogtied her stabbed her in the chest, buried her in a shallow grave, drove away. She's alive, fucking crawls the fuck out. Dude, Korea never Dude, lose. Korea never die. She goes, that's what you are. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I'm your host, David So, and we got our reoccurring host, Ed Park, my friends. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Listen, you guys have been DMing me about uh, a topic that I just don't care about anymore. You guys are saying like Simu Lu is at it again, and I just don't care. It is the same story over and over again. I don't want to repeat it. Yeah, I don't even know what it's about, and I, my life is completely okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say whatever we said last time, it it's the applies. same thing over again. <laughs> Shout out to Seaman Lube last time, I swear to God. <laughs> it's the last time, I swear to bro. God. Yeah, it's got to be the last <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, dude. Freaking, um... Oh, shit. So I saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Was it amazing? Yeah. You know what? It wasn't a Disney Marvel film. Oh, it really? It was a James Gunn film. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's like 
hardline PG. It's like Indiana Jones Temple of Dune P- PG-13. It's like right on the line of rated R. Really? Yeah. Dude, I um I didn't watch it because it was just so packed. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be packed first. So it's just like I always I'm waiting till like the theater dies a little bit because weekdays, bro. <laughs> weekday matinee. <laughs> I gotta go week weekday morning times because yeah. fucking some of these people when I watch the films they piss me off. They it's just scream and yell. Yeah, it's just so annoying and it's yeah. like there's always a guy in there that's trying to insert a joke mm. so people can laugh like it's a stand up comedy show uh, uh, and I just I can't stand it. It wasn't like that at the arc like but the arc like doesn't exist anymore. Right because so I watch in Hollywood mm. right so I'll go to, I used to go to Arc Light the Cinerama Dome but now I go to the TCL's Chinese Theater mm. and fourth largest IMAX screen in America apparently. So the the thing is though at Arc Light and Cinerama and like uh, Al Capitan and then uh, Chinese theater, people who work in the industry <laughs> in the movies go to those theaters. Oh, okay. And so they just like respect what the hell's going on. Yeah. Mm. And so like I was in a theater and it was none of those other Marvel, woo, oh my God, cameo, like all yeah. that shit. And I, I think probably because like I said, it's, it doesn't feel like a Marvel Disney film. It feels like a James Gunn film that there wasn't those like cameos that made you like blow your load. I was watching um, Ant-Man and there was a guy. Oh, you saw, you saw it. <laughs> there was a guy that screamed this one joke and I felt so bad for him because nobody laughed. Nobody else laughed. What was the joke? <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't even really a joke, but who was the the, the female lead? Um. Well, that's the problem with the movie too because- yeah. It's supposed to be the wasp, what, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Evangeline Lilly, the titular character who has nothing to do in the movie. Is that her? <laughs> yeah. So she came out and he he just goes, Oh yeah. And then dead oh, silence. Oh God. So it, it he made it wasn't a joke in the film. He made a joke. He tried to make a joke and it was just dead silent. Like, and I mean, course, I feel that that but I also feel bad for, for Evangeline. <laughs> really? Yeah, like nobody else thinks she's I hot that way. <laughs> he goes, Oh yeah. <laughs> And I just hear some dude in the corner just go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Everybody busted up laughing. Oh, man. To get one up like that. Oh, man. <laughs> he made a joke. Nobody laughed. And the guy that told him to shut the fuck up made the whole theater laugh. Yeah. I was like, oh, I Did hate he stay this silent? shit. Did he stay silent? Though? Yeah, he didn't make any okay. more noise after yeah. that again. Doc, I fucking. Yeah, sometimes it's hard with like Marvel films because of that type of shit. But I definitely want to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. The first one w- was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was so damn good, I, I, especially because nobody expected anything from it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about the comic book at oh, all. Oh yeah, I don't whatsoever. think any of us did. <laughs> and I think that's why they kind of allowed so much free reign with it to yeah. do whatever because then, nobody had expectations. Yeah, and then we can accept what we're seeing as we mm-hmm. saw it. Yeah, and I, once you've seen Guardians three, then we could probably talk about. The entire trilogy okay. <laughs> at once. I'll watch it. I'll watch it this week because yeah. I mean, I definitely. If if you do watch it, I do want to do a review of Suzume. So oh, I got to catch that one too. Yeah, like that movie was so good. I watched it twice, and it's a pretty long film. Mm-hmm. It actually did over three hundred million dollars. Oh, Amnesia. <laughs> oh damn, three hundred million. Bro. I better catch that before it leaves theaters yeah, here because I know it's not. It's probably not doing too well here, right? I was, yeah. I, mean, I think I think opening week here did like two mil. Right. But overall, overseas, everything in total, I looked at the number the other day, it was over 300 million, million, dude. Thing. I was shocked. But then uh, you were saying it's the same people who made your name. Yes. Yeah, okay. 
I mean, so if you've seen your name, you know, like, oh, I gotta see this, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. just 2D animation. If you guys don't watch 2D animation films because you are kind of bought into just 3D alone, 2D animation film is in like another category of itself and it can never be replaced. It's its own art. It's, it's completely its own art. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, obviously I have like an affinity towards, you know, uh, like Spirited Away. and You mm -hmm. know, like, but this director does something very unique. And, you know, your name was amazing too. Yeah. But damn, watching this, it's been a while since I've watched a 2D animation film and I got completely lost in it. Mm. And then that two hours felt like that. <laughs> yeah, for me, when as I watched your name, I felt like, why is this animated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of, that's the crazy thing about animation in Japan is that the art is so, I don't know if revered is the right word, but then it is the medium that people draw towards that they can make, they can have these real, like human to human scripts, but just make it animated. It's like, why don't they just get real people to do this? Like, yeah, it'd be I, okay, I, but. I, <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of people kind of take the the film composition from 2D animation mm -hmm. and they apply it to real life film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of how, first of all, like even the way that they, they draw things, right? It's 2D, but they pay a lot of attention to lighting. Mm -hmm. Right. And it blows my fucking mind. I'm like, damn, this is amazing. I, I really wish somebody could translate this into film is what I keep on thinking. Right. Because if they could, then I'm pretty sure this would be I think your great. name is pretty primed for a live action, mm -hmm. you know, take. It could be Hawaiian, so it could be in English, mm -mm -mm. right? Because yeah, not yeah. exactly like Asian American story. I don't know how, because we haven't been here that long. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so. I, when's the last time you went to a graduation? Oh, oh man, it's been a minute. So I I went to a graduation. Okay, first of all, I, in general, don't like formal events, mm -hmm. right? Formal mm -hmm. events makes my balls itch. Yeah. I fucking hate formal events. It's hard enough for me to sit or sit down at church, and that's for a part yeah. of my salvation. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> I can't. So church, weddings, and then what is this you went to again? A graduation. A graduation and court. <laughs> yes. Dude, weddings is so hard for me. And, yeah. you know, I've already said on this podcast and a million times, I fucking hate weddings. It's not like, yeah, there's the idea of weddings or whatever, but I understand why people enjoy it, right? You're yeah. celebrating your family, your friends, your parents love this. It's, it's, it's a joyous occasion. I just... I can't sit still. I fucking hate it. Right. You know, is it also that do people come up to you with a microphone like, hey, do something, say oh, something oh, funny? Let, <laughs> let me tell you this, dude. So there was a wedding that I went to and I, so this person asked me to do a speech at their wedding, right? Because yeah. they know who I am. I told them ahead of time, I'm here for fun. I'm here to get fucking drunk and act <laughs> a fool. That's yeah. it. I don't want to do any work shit. I'm not doing a speech, whatever. This is what I do for a living. They said, okay, I got it. So we're sitting at the table. And during this time, you know, there's the best man speech. There's the, uh, what do you call that person? Not the bridesmaid. Is it the, the bride? maid of honor. The maid of honor speech. Yeah. They did that, right? And apparently there was like a 15 minute downtime. And this person goes up and I've already expressed this person. I don't want to talk. And they're like, okay, uh, we have some time. Does anybody else want to come up and say something? Oh my God. And you could tell that she was referring to me, right? right? And then I'm sure every other eyeballs were looking at you. If and if you looked at my face, it was yeah. irritating. I'm just like this. <laughs> and then people at my table, they're just like, just do it. Like, it's already awkward. Just fucking do it. And I, and I warned her. I was like, I don't want to do this. So I go up and for 10 minutes, I just fucking roast her ass <laughs> for fucking 10 to 15 minutes straight. Oh, and gosh. people were dying laughing. It was literally like 
Anthony Jeselnik type of roast, dude. I was yeah, fucking going, you're just going in on her because she has a lot of weird, weird. St- a lot of people love her, but a lot of people dislike certain things about it that everybody knows about. So right. I just was like, big oh, laser point. That. You know, yeah. so I pointed everything out. that nobody else will talk about. Exactly. So people were dying. And then after the whole thing, she goes, wow, you really went in on me. I was like, I fucking told you I don't want to hmm. do a speech. So this is what you got. <laughs> and then you know how they have the... Uh, the, the wrap up video of their wedding and yeah. shit and they have all the speeches guess whose part was taken out <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> your speech my speech was taken out it wasn't in there at all dude of course man <laughs> fucking annoying man I hate that shit so I went to a graduation this week and um, it's my best friend's uh, younger sister Tony so she's graduating with the masters and <laughs> one of the most awkward things happened dog I, I, I cannot tell you how much and goosebumps I got from how fucking corny this shit was. Uh-huh. Not from what she did. So this girl was going up and she was giving her speech because she was getting her master's, right? So I guess everybody, uh, actually, I think this one, she was getting her doctorate. So everybody who was getting their doctorate was giving a speech. And of course, have you ever met somebody who went up on stage? It's like these people who are like, okay, oh, I, I don't want to do this, but I guess I'll do it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? But it's been planned. <laughs> yeah. So she goes up and then she starts giving her speech. She comes out and she goes, um, a lot of people have asked me to sing. Oh, no. And she goes, a lot of people have asked me to sing. And they're like, I bet you're not going to sing. And I said, you know what? Since you said that, I am going to sing. <sighs> I uh... fucking was cringing so hard. She could have just started singing. <laughs> I think that would have been acceptable. <laughs> I'm not sure if, if who's ever listening to this. Have you ever met that person that just takes these moments and they're like, this is my time yeah. to shine. But they wanted to do it as like fake humble as possible. Yeah. And so she goes, oh, you know, a lot of people say that. I just, you know, are you going to sing? I was like, I'm not going to sing. And they challenged me. So I'm going to sing. I don't care. I'm just going to fucking do it. And then she just starts belting a whole fucking song. Oh, man. In the middle of her speech. And I'm just like, Dude, acapella, it, acapella, bro. Uh, <laughs> I wanted verse, chorus, verse. That shit was so hard to sit through. Yeah, just like you know, it's just I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I just do it, and I. <laughs> I was like, does anybody have any alcohol? Listen, right now? I'm growing tomatoes right now. I wish one of them was ripe so I could throw <laughs> you just it at throw tomatoes. <laughs> I wanted to chuck, just chuck it. I grew up myself. Chuck <laughs> <laughs> it I was embarrassed for her. I don't understand why people. This actually happened during my um my high school reunion. Right. There was a girl who uh, she was a part of the, like the student body, and they're obviously the ones that put everything together. Mm-hmm. And she goes up on stage and she goes, uh, "Does anybody know the high school alma mater?" This, who knows it? Somebody should come up and sing it. <laughs> no. Somebody should come up and sing it. And nobody knows it. <laughs> of course nobody knows. She goes, I, I, I think I remember it. Oh, oh, here we go. Come on, sing along if you know it. <laughs> Doug, she did an R&B version. Oh, <laughs> nice. Our, our fucking high school alma mater. Nice. Doug, maroon and girl. I was like, first of all, <laughs> you practice this. 
A hundred percent. In front of the mirror. In front of the mirror. Nobody knows or remembers our high school alma mater. Are you yeah. out of your fucking mind? Especially my school. We had no school spirit. Oh, same. Same. At, at all. Dude, I, my uh, freshman class, there were 400 students. My graduating class was 88. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Yeah. So I went to like, you know, I, I keep saying I went to the school in the sticks. Like those people don't give a fuck either about their education. Like they'll be like, why am, why am I going to school? I just go work at, yeah, you know, yeah, at yeah. the factory or at the shipyard or at this as a mechanic or as a this and that. And then, yeah, a bunch of kids just think high school is pointless out there. There's a lot of people in high school who like, I'm not talking about my, my friends specifically, but I've definitely seen people who I've seen on online through like Facebook where I look at them and I'm like, fuck, man, time beat the shit out of you. Right. Like they look way older than they should. Mm-hmm. It kind of blows my mind. And there's like some people too where I'm like, I remember you were kind of hot. Are they white? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a factor. Yeah, yeah. Aging is a factor. <laughs> so it's just, you know what I figured out too? A lot of people who don't kind of, maybe it's also because I'm from a smaller town that once they kind of get married and they have kids, they don't have like their own aspiration aspirations yeah, yeah. and they're not dr- uh, striving for anything aside from obviously it's great that they're focusing on their family right but their identity is found in their family in their family so yeah. they don't have their own identity they don't keep up with like either whether it's clothing style fashion haircuts whatever the fuck that it is yeah but like see i remember at the reunion somebody that came up to me like bro you look just like you did in high school i'm like not you <laughs> stress-free bro <laughs> yeah. what the fuck happened to you it's oh, crazy man. watching like people melt in front yeah. of your eyes I mean, I got invited to my 20-year high school reunion. Yeah. And I sent you that screenshot. Oh. <laughs> people are talking about, oh, we missed because we didn't have a 10-year anniversary, right? So people found each other on Facebook and then they were like, "What's where's everyone been? It's, people were like dead honest about their meth addiction. <laughs> what? A lot of time has passed. It must have been the, the, those years of math. Like, dog! Like, yo! Okay. I'm going, though. I'm going to go. And the only car I have out there is the Miata. So I'm going to roll up to my 20-year anniversary in a pink Miata. There's so many people who I've seen, like, like a lot of high school sweethearts and people who got married. They, they got divorced. Mm. And you kind of look at I'm not saying that people who are divorced are miserable, right? But there's some people who just don't take it very well. Yeah. <laughs> and you could tell by the, like the profile picture and like they they got this old apartment and the carpet's all stained. I'm like, bro, what the, the, the fuck? Divorced, the, the divorced man, they all have the same selfie. Yeah. <laughs> the same disgusting. The same low angle. Low angle. Like chin <laughs> fucking <laughs> selfie. Yeah. It's like everyone's got the same fucking face. It's a sad dude. I fucking saw this. Oh, fucking my buddy sent me this article today, um, out of nowhere, and he was just like, "Bro, you gotta watch this fucking video." There was a lady, and uh, I don't remember this ever coming out, but there was a lady who was uh, going around because she created this children's book mm-hmm. for her her husband who passed away, right. and she kind of blew up on it because. Uh, she created this uh, children's book for uh, for her kids to cope with her father's death, saying like, even though daddy's dead, um, he's still here for us, right? And it was yeah. super sweet. She was on TV and everything, right? It turns out she fucking murdered him. Woo! Bro. They, 
<laughs> no, I just gotta keep going. <laughs> they did a fucking investigation and they found out that she poisoned him. Oh God, like over a long period of time. How fucking insane do you have to be to fucking murder your husband, then profit off his, of his, his death, dad. and then create a children's book for your kid? Dude, that's Gone Girl. Oh, yes! That's the fucking plot to Gone Girl! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Dog. That's crazy shit. So you want to hear some crazy. So how they found out. I mean, obviously there's um, like there's personal accounts, right? So her husband, before he passed away, talked to his family and said, hey, look, if I ever die, my wife did it. Wow. He said that to his family. Oh. And before his death, they said this all in this one news article. Before his death, apparently he, they went out to like a, for like a Valentine's dinner and he felt really sick. Like he was going to uh-huh. die. Uh, but he survived. Obviously, I don't know how. Yeah. But he was telling his best friend, like, listen, I think <laughs> that she tried to poison me. That right. she could, that she was trying to poison and kill me. And it turns out she actually fucking did. First of all, from the first time that she tried that shit, you should have left. Yeah. <laughs> to have no suspicion. And so those. How could he keep eating? I don't fucking know. Weeks. He's like, Korean. Why is it so poisonous? Yeah, so the guy, apparently, she tried to poison him once. It didn't fucking work out, right? And then um, there was, like, either voicemails or there was, like, accounts of her trying to get drugs, like, like a ridiculous amount of fentanyl. Yeah. (laughs) And then her lie that she said to the drug dealer was, give me the good shit, the the Michael Jackson stuff. (laughs) Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen. I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. Good. It's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to Hero dot co and use code genius 10 at checkout that's g-e-n-i-u-s one zero at hero dot co wyndham hotels and resorts makes travel possible for all whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers or a place to make summer memories with the whole family No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yikes. The Michael Jackson type of drugs. Yikes. And so this detective apparently was saying like, when it comes to um, people who poison their spouses or try to murder their spouses, it's almost never a story where they don't leave a ridiculous amount of breadcrumbs. To find, <laughs> to find out because she didn't fucking she did the worst fucking job ever yeah. she actually tried oh she actually um, <laughs> uh, inserted herself as a sole beneficiary to his will before he died right but her husband found out and then took her, took her off so she didn't get anything and so she wrote a children's book that's what I'm saying this is Yo. fucking the craziest story I ever heard in my life like dude's dead and she's like I'm gonna get you motherfucker <laughs> First of all, once somebody tries to poison me, I'm out. Why the fuck did he go back and then eat another meal from her? I don't understand that shit. I mean, I'm a victim blamer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only saying it from my perspective as a man. Yeah. If I ate one of, like, let's say Mariel, we were going through these whole fights. I found out that she put me as a sole beneficiary. And then suddenly my stomach was hurting. I didn't feel good. I thought I was going to die. I had to go to poison Shit control. Tastes like fucking Tide Pods. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I somehow survived it. I'm never eating another meal with that person ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I've been there where someone cooked for me and then I had to go to the ER. <laughs> you? For yeah. Real? I had to go to the fucking ER after someone made a, a meal for me. What'd and you eat? Uh, it was supposed to be some healthy shit that he was starting. And then I just remember waking up at like three or four in the morning in so much fucking pain. Right. And then I called my, my, uh, brother cause he was working in, uh, in a hospital at the time. And I was like, what do I do? And he was like, just wait it out until you just can't feel like you can't do anything. Just go to the emergency room. And so at like six or 7 AM, I went to the ER and then um, when I got in there, they put me in there. And then the doctor, it was this Korean-American dude <laughs> checking on me, pressing my stomach. And he's like, hey, bro, I think you're just like really backed up, right? And he's like, oh, I'm going to give you some laxatives. <laughs> so I had this soda, this little jelly cup, and this other like shot of something. And I sat there and it was like 20 minutes passed. But the pain in my stomach ceased. So I was like, hey, I think I'm going to go home, right? And he goes, oh, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I don't feel anything anymore. It's like, okay, well, you know, you just go go straight home, okay? And I'm like, all right. And then the next thing I know, I'm fucking lost in this hospital because I've never been there before. Yeah. And I start feeling it. The laxative is coming. And now I'm just, I'm not even trying to go home. I'm trying to find a bathroom. Yeah, and I unloaded like fucking crazy. Then I go home and then I just all fucking day just shitting. Really shitting right and there's no fucking way I'm ever gonna eat another meal from him again <laughs> you know yeah. I don't know if you really suspected someone's trying to kill you that sounds worse than food poisoning yeah and this guy decided to eat another fucking meal <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry we are are we victim blaming 
Uh, the man at, died. The man died. <laughs> okay. Hey, rest in peace. Rest but what the peace. fuck, man? <laughs> what the fuck? I, I don't. I just would never try to eat another meal from that fucking person ever yeah. again. It doesn't make sense to me. But this lady is pretty fucking psychotic, man. Yeah, I mean, and, I'm glad they caught her. And first of all, too, like when I when I started hearing this detective just going off about how many different ways they've caught her, <laughs> and like the evidence was ridiculous. It's just like she didn't even leave a fucking gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even leave like breadcrumbs. She just built a whole bakery and just had everybody come God. in and take some bread out. Because that shit was ridiculous. Search history, just like Craigslist assassins. How to poison my husband. <laughs> <laughs> There was that one person who actually did that. It wasn't it wasn't a girl, but it was a, a I think it was a husband where he was like trying to figure out how to murder his wife. Yeah. And they just looked at his Google search. Uh-huh. And it was how to get a how to get away with murder. <laughs> where to, where Not to get the rid ABC of a, show. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one yeah. with Viola Davis. Like actually. <laughs> actually kill somebody. <laughs> I am not Viola Davis. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how to get rid of a body and yeah. not get caught. He was like typing ridiculous shit. Dude, so back, I was in Washington and uh, Dan came up for a week to see his parents and I met up with him and we went to a Mariners game and he was like, dude, have you heard of the Korean lady who was like stabbed and buried alive but survived? I'm like, what the fuck? No, it's like apparently it was all over the news in the Northwest. She was like, she's the receptionist at our church. What? Yeah. And he's like, my mom and dad told me. And they're like, yeah, this happened. Yeah. Like this lady uh, wanted a divorce from her husband. And he is like a 30-year veteran, you know. And so he's got pension and all that, which he then now has to give up because he's retiring, you know. And because he didn't want to give half to his wife, he fucking kidnapped her, hogtied her stabbed her in the chest, buried her in a shallow grave, drove away. She's alive, fucking crawls the fuck out. Dude, Korea never Dude, lose. Korea never die. Korea, Korea da, never die. She goes, But yeah, she fucking climbed out of the grave, fucking ran to the nearest house in hysterics. Apparently, you know, and you see a dirty, half buried, like, Duct taped woman with a stab with a pama, yeah, probably <laughs> like stab with a robin hair. Yeah, <laughs> please, just somebody help me. Yeah, dude. Like, what the? F- how did she survive? First of all, how did she survive? <laughs> you suck at stabbing, bro. Yeah, you're in the military. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I thought he would kill her. I mean, first of all, he would either if she died, he still would have gotten caught. Yeah, a hundred percent, he would have gotten caught. It was just. Such a maniac move. <laughs> like, so yeah. she's like, I, wait, is, is he Korean? No, probably Yeah, he's not. Korean too. He's Korean? Korean in the American <gasps> military. Because I know. So they're like in their 50s, 60s. Yeah, they're older, like Korean people. Yeah. What the fuck? Because I know in that area, there's a lot of like Korean people who mm-hmm. uh, marry outside of their ethnicity. Yeah, because Fort Lewis is the military base that everyone in America gets stationed to Korea. That's where they go first. They get all their training there and then about Korean, whatever, if they have to. Then they're in Korea for however many years and then they debrief back at Fort Lewis and then they either come back with their Korean wives or go looking for Korean women in Tacoma. (laughs) So there's a lot of half like Koreans there. Our mayor is half black, half Korean. I wonder if like like the Sunday after she went back to being a receptionist. She did! (laughs) 
I was gonna tell you that part. <laughs> she said, "She just saved me. God is on my side." Dude, she's going to heaven for yeah. sure. For sure. Dude. Yeah, she she went back she, up how? being the receptionist in the office. She was she wasn't on like on the brink of death. He must have missed like all the vital organs. Then I guess she he stabbed her once, and she just survived it. I don't know. And she like passed out from the pain or something and something. And he he thought she was, was dead. dead. Oh, I think the story is that he buried her alive, but it was she just survived it. This like, will just put know. like one scoop of dirt on her. Yeah, it's the most half-assed like murder ever. <laughs> she just stand there, put one scoop, but she's like, "Don't think got Yeah. You got time to Shit. You're not gonna do this right. Yeah, don't She was so annoying. He just yeah. like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm I'm done. Goes, I'm over. I'm, done. I'm even done with this murder. Yeah. God damn. What if she's like the most annoying person ever yeah. to the point where he stabbed her and she just kept talking shit? He goes, you know what? I don't care anymore. I don't care. Whatever. Uh, all right, just catch me. All right, I'll go to prison. Jeez, she's probably getting a hundred percent now. He, I'm, he's in jail. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think he was already retired, but if he wasn't, then he's military prison is another thing, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. What? In the, they have kids too then. I for sure, huh? I think so, for sure. Yeah. They all go to the church. How awkward. <laughs> Wait, yeah. how is she, how does she go back to being a receptionist the next day after she got stabbed in the chest? I don't know. Some people have this resolve, like um, the, there's a, a bar and grill across the street from my gas station. My mom went to the store like 10 minutes late one day, right? But when she pulled up, the bar and grill was all like, like a uh, police line, all of that shit and like ambulance and cops. And then the owner got shot that morning, that early morning, some guy looking for alcohol just came in. And if he, in the video cameras, he came to our store first and it was closed because my mom was late. And then he went to the bar and grill. It's like, and then he shot the fucking owner. But he lived and then he came back to work the next fucking day. Where did he get shot? Like right around here. I guess it just went right through him. And he just, he just had this resolve like, welcome, you know, to, Kim, shit. welcome to Kim's convenience. Yes. <laughs> just, I'm know, a gun big, survivor. He's a big burly white dude. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And then he just, he got shot and then he just showed up the next day. But then he was really, he was really chewing on that shit because he even came by our, he never comes by our store. Never seen him. I've just seen him in the newspaper and he just kind of came in just to show up for me to be like, Hey, I heard you got, and then he wanted the congratulations and stuff. That, that was a that was like the he, highlight of his life. Yeah, he, he milked was, it. He milked he was it so in the glad community. He got shot. Yeah, I made a little sap in my fucking life. It was good for his business. People started flocking to his restaurant to support him. Really? That. Yeah, that's the best thing that ever happened to you, dude. Yeah, that, that's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, what a lazy Korean man, though, dude. You no, only stabbed guy, her yeah. once, and then you just put one scoop of dirt on her. What is she a seed? Or are you trying to fucking like, germinate <laughs> her dog? <laughs> So who's now gardening references yeah. for you? I'm not happy that she didn't die though. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that. <laughs> hey, went straight back the following Sunday. Dude, I, I sometimes wonder too, like what, what causes people, you could always just, oh, divorce. He didn't want to give the money he didn't away. He want to give the money away. Yeah. 
which is 30 years plus in the military, that pension is probably a lot. Oh my God. I mean, a lot of people do. I mean, I feel like it's also shame too. Cause in the Korean community, when you get a fucking divorce, you're, mm. you're a social pariah. Yeah. 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 You're like you're, you're untouchable. Like who's going to ever marry you ever again. It's like in that age too. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there was a Changnanim that, or that happened at our church. Apparently one of the elders was fooling around with some like younger, younger girl, like a 20 something year old Korean girl from Korea. And he divorced his wife went off with her and then they just went to another church down the street. <laughs> why are why are people so lazy? Yeah. <laughs> when they do something wrong. Yeah, dude. I mean like some people just do not give a fuck. Especially if it doesn't give a fuck if it's church either. You know who speaking of you know fucking Robert De Niro just yeah. had a new, had a kid? Just just had a kid. He's, He's like, fucking 79. He had a kid recently. With who? With with his like younger wife. I think she's Asian. Uh, 79 he busted fucking nuts and this is like seventh or eighth kid damn oh i guess clint eastwood was doing that too right <laughs> like, oh was he yeah like clint eastwood's oldest he's pushing 90 and he had kid in his 60s 70s. how the fuck does your sport but this is him at 79 79 that's fucking crazy how the fuck do you how the fuck is he still getting it up Viagra. Oh, that's right. Cialis. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Blue Chew. All sorts of gas station pills. I don't understand though. Like, listen, I, I'm not denying that maybe they're in love, right? Yeah. But it's like a 40 year age difference, and everybody knows this that once you reach a certain age, your breath just smells different. <laughs> Dude, your 10 year old kid will not recognize you. hundred <laughs> percent. So he's gonna be 89. 89. But literally how many years left till, you know, he might only have three, four years left. Who knows? Who knows? Unless he's doing that, you know, rich people, Hollywood shit with baby blood or some shit. Old people's (laughs) breath smells different. (laughs) I remember when just like my parents were getting old. I'm like, oh, they got old people breath. Like it literally smells like death. (laughs) Well, I guess that issue comes from like the fact that old people lose their sense of smell when they get older. Mm. And so they don't know what they smell like. Hey all, it's David So, and if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show too. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. So they just have that must yeah and like the, the crappy thing is it's like because they're getting old for some reason they like to talk closer to you <laughs> it, just, yeah. it smells so bad sometimes you're my, burning my eyebrows off sometimes when my dad talks to me like as he's talking i just put like a piece of gum in his mouth yeah. I'm like please jesus christ man you're fucking What's killing the me. korean word for halitosis <laughs> i have no idea about halitosis yeah so my parents like you're speaking in tongues you pray doing a sacrament or such <laughs> my parents actually just landed in uh, Korea today and it's so weird like that whole process of getting them to Korea was a fucking headache but now that they're there I think my parents are very happy that their parent, their kids got to you know buy them a ticket to Korea right, or right. something like that and they're sending me photos of them like on the plane and everything else and I kind of like Today, when I looked at it, I was kind of happy for them. Mm. It, it's weird watching my parents get to experience things later in life that they never got to experience when they were younger, mm. especially because, you know, we obviously were struggling. We we're super poor. 
They had to worry about paying for our college, you know, finances or whatever. But now that they're at their later years in life and they're probably going to retire real soon, it's it's weird watching my parents experience something that I feel that most people should experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But they they definitely like seeing them in like the business class tickets that I bought them was trippy to me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look at them. And my you could tell my dad is enjoying it. Like every little food that came out, this fool took a photo and sent it to me. <laughs> he had like shin lamyan that they made. He took yeah. a photo and sent it to me. He was in the business like, class lounge. I've seen shin lamyan before, okay? <laughs> and he didn't even send me a photo of the shin lamyan when it was ready. It was a soup. <laughs> the fool forgot. He just got super excited, oh ate gosh. that shit, and took a photo and sent it to me. <laughs> I just ate it. <laughs> yeah. But dude, it's like my dad, like they've never been in a business class tickets before. And mm. I still remember when I first bought business class tickets and uh, it was such a trippy experience because like people are coming up to you, asking you for things and, you know, giving you all this like food. Yeah. I'm not used to that shit. I'm usually yeah. used, I'm used to fucking coach tickets where they treat you like shit. And you mind your own business. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, just like watching them, like I'm, I'm so happy that they get to do something. Because my mom said too, like this is probably her last time that she's going to go to Korea before she dies, mm. you know, mm. which I don't know why Korean parents, parents love to make everything so fucking sad. You know why? Cause you're going to be like, well, I'm going to buy you another ticket yeah. next year. <laughs> <laughs> when she said that, she goes, I'm so glad I'm going to Korea. This is probably the last time I'm going to see my family's mem family members before I die. I'm Melodramatic like, and shit. Yeah. Why do you like to ruin good things? <laughs> why did you say it like that? Yeah. You didn't have to say that. My family would be like that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's only a matter of time before I die or whatever. It's like, you've been saying that since you were 60. You're 89 now. It's Damn, like, your grandma's 89? Yeah. So, you know, I, I visited her the other day and then her hair, she has a full head of black hair. And then I just had to keep looking at it. Like, what the heck? And then I could see the white at the roots a little bit. You know? Oh, okay. She dyed it? Yeah, she dyes it. Well, she's even lucky she has hair. Most people wear wigs at that point. Right. Did they? Yeah, because their hair starts to fall out. Mm. Damn, she still has a full head of hair? Yeah. It's pomad, but yeah, she's got hair. That's fucking crazy, dude. That's my, a blessing. Yeah. My grandma at like 93 still had black hair. My my mom's mom. Mm. Like to the day she died, she had black hair. <laughs> like What the fuck? The Yoda harmony? That's what, what I mean. Fucking Bobby Lee? I think she just like is in her own world without the kind of stress like that ever affects her ever. Dog, I can't even imagine. Like, I sometimes I want, I wonder what I'm gonna be like when I'm a lot older, and I and I do want to be healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Enough where, look, if I get to an age where I can't even chew steak, <laughs> just kill me, mm -hmm. just fucking end me right now. Yeah, I can't, I can't live like that. I've seen people who have aged really poorly, and I just don't want to be like that. Yeah. you know what I mean. I want to yeah. be healthy enough to where I'm older, right? Where I'm still relatively cognizant. I mean, obviously, I'll have like death breath, but yeah. you know, like all old people do. Man, like my dad, when he turned 40, just like gave up, gave up on life. And he died at 53. Dog, I, like we said this before, but when I saw your dad, I, I thought he was a grandpa. Yeah. Which is crazy what like drugs do to you. Yeah. He was like, yeah, doing like drugs and like making, just doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Because when he turned 40, he went to see a doctor, obviously a Korean doctor. And that Korean doctor like fucking shamed the shit out of him for his health. Mm. You know, um, because he was a smoker and he didn't exercise. And then he screamed at him, like, if you don't do anything about your life. And I guess yeah, my dad was diabetic, too. It's just like 
the Korean doctor scolded him, screamed at him. So I had no idea your I'm actually kind of shook right now. I didn't know your dad was 53, 53 when he died. Yeah. And so he just went wild towards the end of his life. 53? Bro, I thought your dad was like in his 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Every time like I would keep seeing him, he would just keep withering away. But he was just not taking care of himself. He didn't give a fuck anymore. Dog, fucking meth is nuts. Yeah. Did he continue to do that even when before he passed away? Yeah. So like he had this health scare where I think he like passed out at the store, right? And so he was at the ER. And um I drove over from Seattle. It's like a three and a half hour drive. You know, that's how far we away our, our store is. And then I go into the ER and I see him. And then the doctor comes up to me. He's like, so you know, he has like heart disease and he's diabetic. I'm sure you know that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he also has amphetamines in his system. And in my head, I amphetamines. I was thinking, what like Tylenol? <laughs> like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't process because I was only like 22 at the time or something. And so amphetamines, and I was thinking about it, like, oh, the shit he went to prison for. Yeah, yeah. Like he was still messing with that, you know. So he never kicked it. Never kicked it. I think he developed it in prison. I don't think he was like that before he went to prison. After he went, he came back and all of that, the symptoms of being a meth addict came about. Addiction is crazy because um, I definitely, like for me, obviously, like I have a weird affinity towards food, right? Like mm -hmm. food addiction is obviously hard enough in and of itself, right? Yeah. Like carb addiction, sugar addiction. Yeah. And I didn't realize, okay, I, I had this weird... I love watching fat people shows mm -hmm. like that shit makes me laugh so hard. Like biggest losers. Yes. Yeah. It makes me laugh. It makes me sad. It also makes mm -hmm. me laugh. And I can say I used to be really big too. And it only reminds me of myself, but they're like a worse version of myself. Right. There was this video of this girl who was crying because she couldn't eat a snicker. And I died laughing. Because it's like it's that hard. I just couldn't. I can't fathom crying because somebody wouldn't let me have my like 15th snicker of the day, right. you know? And it's like, like well, you have all the free Subway you can eat. Yeah. <laughs> this girl was like, what am I supposed to do? Okay, just give me my snicker. I'm so hot. Well, if I can't have a snicker, what am I supposed to do? What do you mean? What are you supposed to do? Yeah, dude. It's like, it's, it's like her identity is tied to a fucking snicker bar or her hunger response. Like I, I, in, you know, I used to watch this. Um, it was big. It was this other show, but basically, it was a docu series on this guy who was so fat he had to get cut out of his fucking building. My like thousand pound life or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, TLC or something. They had to bring in a crane. Yeah, bust the brick wall because he's never left his bed in years. Right. In years. Right. And his mom is also who's really big was feeding him constantly and they showed how much he was eating he would eat i think it was like four packs of bacon for breakfast alone oh gosh a whole just <laughs> loaf of sliced bread like two dozen and it's not eggs. even like they're balling right it's all credit card debt it's too, all right? like credit card ebt shit or whatever yeah because he's on disability right right that's his breakfast and it reminded me of this guy uh that i knew in high school right so when you're big there's like a, a certain amount of shame to it right um, I never was okay. I, I never was ashamed because I was delusional, 
But sometimes I would get so irritated when people who are fatter than me would pretend like they're full. Yeah. When I've seen what they would eat, mm-hmm. right? So there was a guy who's a friend. Uh, he's not that close to me, but he's a he's a friend of my friend. And every time we would go out to eat, we would go drinking or whatever. I'm talking about we would eat a, a burger, right? He would eat half of it. And this gigantic fuck would just pretend like, he would eat, oh, he's a dainty dude. <laughs> bro, he would eat half the burger and he was just like, damn, I'm so stuffed. I can't have, I can't eat anymore. <laughs> My guy. I ate two burgers and I'm still hungry. Yeah. And I'm half your size. And he goes, I'm stuffed. Just like that. I'm stuffed. <laughs> what, like, what'd you have? A fucking senzu bean before yeah, this yeah. shit? Like, what the so fuck are you would, talking about? He would consistently, and I just would never see him eat a lot. He's like, I don't understand why I keep getting oh. weight. I don't eat a lot. And I'm like, hmm. What's the, but what is the projection to the fellas? Why is a guy doing this to the dudes when yeah, guys I don't, don't know. really care about that shit? And mind you, like as he's doing this, I'm a fat guy. I'm like, bro, you're making me look bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate two burgers and three fries. It's like clearly when you get home, there's like, you know, a dozen cupcakes under your bed or some shit. So one day it was a single de Mayo, uh-huh. right? And we're at this, uh, this spot. It's like this cantina spot. Um, and we got fucking smashed. This fool drank a whole pitcher of beer to himself in one sitting. And he drank a whole bunch of other shit. I can't remember. It's, 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 it's from a while back. He gets fucking drunk. And then we're like, okay, let's go eat. We went to go eat at a spot called OP's, Original Paris. It's closed now, but it was like the diner spot that even my cousin, who's like in his 40s, went to. Mm-hmm. So we go to OP's, right? And now he's drunk. He, his inhibitions are all gone. His right. walls are so down. So he doesn't have to fucking fake it. <laughs> so I finally got to see how much he ate yeah. for the first fucking time. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm trying to recollect what I said. It was something along the lines of like, it was three different dishes. I remember he had the, like the pork loin meal. Cause that's the thing that's my favorite. And he had this other, he had a second meal, which was their version of like the Denny's Superbird. So, but their thing is, it's a, it's a trucker diner by the yeah. way. <laughs> Ate that big biscuits and gravy, like a milkshake and then an appetizer. Oh God! And like hot chocolate, just shit. for himself, just for his fucking self. That alone had to be close to six thousand calories. Yeah, and he ate that shit like it was a fucking crouton on a salad. Yeah, it's just never ending, like garbage disposal. I'm like, that's how you. Yeah, that's that's why you're fat. So when when whatever he said to it, I don't understand why I'm so fat. I fucking know, dude. No way. <laughs> it, it seems like then he is. I mean, I'm I'm saying this because I used to be 100 pounds too. For those of you guys listening, you don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Not just 100 pounds. Um, like I was pushing 240, 250, and it sounds like he's just ashamed of the way he eats. So in public and all that, that he has to project the way that that he, you know, he's doing right. Yeah. But then I think a lot of people should just understand. Like we get it. We see the evidence in front of us. Yeah. It's like. Or you, you fucking eat, fooling, bro. bro. Yeah. Also, just lie a little bit better. If the guy in front of you is half your size and he's fat and he <laughs> ate two burgers, you can't eat half a burger and say, my word, I'm stuffed and have everybody yeah, believe it. dude. Yeah. You should have ate two and a half burgers and then be like, damn, I'm full. Then maybe I'd fucking believe it. I can understand how it makes other people feel fatter <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. in a, in a like not so good way. Because, you know, when I was on my fasting kick, um, I would still be social, but so I would go out, but I wouldn't eat or drink. Yeah. Right. And so 
I'd go out with a group of friends to a diner and then I wouldn't order anything but water, ice water. Mm. And then they were like, dude, Edward, like you're making us feel bad. And I couldn't understand. I actually argued with him. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not eating because I choose not to eat. Yeah. You should eat because you want to eat because you're hungry. I'm not stopping you from doing it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but us watching you not eat makes us feel fat. <laughs> so I was like, Sounds like a you problem, bro. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I guess I shouldn't come out anymore. Yeah. So it was like socially, I had to like figure out what time I can eat and change my like fasting schedule <laughs> to eat with people. I- I'll tell you this, man. There, for anybody out there who, listen, I'm still big, right? I got, I actually gained just 10 pounds recently because I had an injury and I mm-hmm. ate the same amount, but I stopped working <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> I'm getting hungry right now. But if you're a big person, right? And you feel, like ashamed of the way that you look, this is not going to be a speech about change what you don't like about yourself. In case you didn't notice, we all know you're fat. Yeah. Whether, whether you fucking liked, like you know it or not, we know you're fucking fat. And I told, there's this kid who we went on, I went on a hike with, um, no, I didn't go on a hike with him, but I was on a hike. I, I did the Eaton Canyon hike where there was a waterfall. Yeah. And there was a kid who uh, is a fan of mine. And I took my shirt off and I went down and I went to the waterfall and I came back out. And the guy comes up, he goes, David, so I'm a big fan. And he goes, oh, that shit looks fucking refreshing as shit. Like, I, he was like, I, like, that looks fucking fun as hell. I was like, yeah, go in the water. He goes, nah, I can't do it because he was a bigger guy. I could tell he's ashamed of the way he looks because he's wearing literally all black. Black socks, yeah, black yeah. shoes, black short, black That's shirt. Secret. No shadow so you don't have any underboob. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> this guy looks like he's about to fucking bartend tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, he's on a hike. And I'm looking at him. And I just go, oh, just go into the fucking water. It's dope. He goes, nah, I can't do that. I don't want to take off my shirt or nothing like that. I looked at this guy and I just talked to him. I said, hey, are you going to stop doing what you want to do because you're afraid that people are going to judge the way that you look? I was like, whether you have that shirt on or not, we know you're fucking fat. (laughs) The only fucking difference is that you're not going to experience something that you want to experience because you're afraid of what people think and they're not going to give a fuck about you. They're going to look at you once and they're not going to remember you again. So this moment that you want, you should go and fucking experience it. Yeah. I was and I told this fool, I was like, you know, if you have a shirt on and you go into that water, it's 10 times worse. It's a wet t-shirt contest yeah. now. <laughs> like just fucking take off your shirt and go into the fucking waterfall. And then come out and put on a dry shirt. Exactly. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, fuck it. He took off his shirt. He went to the fucking waterfall. He enjoyed it. Came back out. I was like, yo, how's that feel? He goes, it feels fucking good. I'm like, there you go. Don't fucking worry about that shit. Nobody gives a fuck about you like that. Everybody thinks people care about them so much. You're not that special. I think it's because when people hear you say you are fat, people hear us saying you are ugly. Mm -mm. People hear you're fat and they hear you're worthless. Yeah. I think that's the problem and that people have to separate from their identity that way. And that's something I had to do is one of those things I had to take a good look at myself and be like, I know I'm not ugly. You know, I'm fat. That's all that's going on. Like, I know I have value and worth. I'm just fat, you know, and I separate that from myself. Yeah. You know, although I'm going to be completely honest, I did uh, verbally abuse myself, you know, as I'm fasting. (laughs) I told you, you know, I'd grab my tits and I'd be like, you fat fucking motherfucker. You're so hungry. There's enough energy like right here. And I just, you know, (laughs) like verbally abuse myself and then allow myself to 
be disciplined to fast through I it. I want a Denny's fucking club sandwich so bad right now. Oh man, you know we're going to Denny's after this <laughs> 100%, now. 100%, <laughs> dog. As I was talking about my friend who overeats, I'm like, damn, he got the fucking right recipe to life. <laughs> I want like, all that food right now. Now I gotta go eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, where are we at? We're at 52. Oh shit. Well guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. If you're a fat boy, enjoy your life. All right. Or if you want to lose it, go fucking lose it. But don't stop living life because you're afraid of what people are going to think. Also, don't kill your husband. Yeah. <laughs> and, and husband, don't kill, kill your, your wife. And if you're going to stab him and kill him, do better, huh? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> huh? Do, do a little better, yeah, bro. Man. I thought you were in the military. Yeah. Uh. Well, guys, you could catch Ed at Ed Park VP Genius Brain every Sundays at 12 p.m. Uh, the pre-orders now, when this goes up, is is done for the Genius Brain shirts, I believe. Or it's going to be the last day that you can order it. So uh, get on that because last time people just, uh, they were like, there's no more shirts because it's pre-orders. There's no stock of it at all. Um, Genius Brain every Sunday at 12 p.m. We'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good you could do whatever you want with this type of i mean they even have burger breads right so if you want to make a a fire ass burger they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as i do dude money it's so freaking good it's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like if i'm gonna make a wrap or i'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort i'm gonna use hero bread because i get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co.